Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy, and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin. Hey, and welcome back to the mini-series on self-worth. Today, we are going to be talking about judgment because I believe most of us, 99.99% of us, are judging. Judging ourselves, judging others, judging circumstances or environment of things going on. And I think it's so important to address this because this is a huge component and part of feeling worthy. If you are feeling like you're never enough, it's super common. I hope that makes you feel normalized and that you are not a unique snowflake. <laughs> in this respect, I think it's good to know that we are not alone in this. And if you think that your neighbor is not struggling with this, I challenge you to think differently. So today we're gonna to talk about self-judgment. We could talk about judgment of others all day long, but I believe most of us are harsher on ourselves and we project it on others when we judge others. So this is episode two of the mini series. I'm worthy and I know it. And I hope you were able to listen to the first one on acceptance. It's going to be short to the point, sweet. So let's dive into it. All of us, especially women, we can be so, so, so hard on ourselves. And we have those thoughts, critical, highly critical, hypercritical thoughts about ourselves. And what we often don't realize, what I haven't known in a long time until I started diving into more in psychology, coaching, understanding myself, that there is a meaning attached to those thoughts. So when we have those thoughts, we have bazillion thoughts on any given day. But when we attach the meanings to those thoughts. When we say, I am too chunky, I don't have a flat, flat stomach, I'm not confident, I, why am I acting stupid, all of us. We attach the meaning to those thoughts and they become way heavier and way more meaningful. And thoughts produce feelings. Feelings such as anxiety, anger, depression, disappointment, frustration, all the heavy feelings we have, we're struggling with. Then we take action on those feelings, with those feelings and thoughts. And not only we are not doing so well, or we're most likely prone not to do so well when our core, when our hardware is wired this way, others can see it, others can respond to it when you're already stepping on a podium with negative thoughts about yourself or with shaky thoughts about yourself or comparing yourself or criticizing yourself. Others will perceive it how, no matter how well you're trying to mask it and they will respond to it in a manner that might not be the most positive. So I think most of us 
we're not taught how to cultivate self-worth through lack of self-judgment and acceptance. And I think acceptance and self-judgment go hand in hand. The more we judge ourselves, the harder it's accept it is to accept ourselves. And the less we accept ourselves, the more we judge. And self-judgment breeds the fear, the anxiety, and the cycle of judgment. It feels like we are forming an opinion about ourselves based on on the harsh thoughts, which are often not facts. So I'm going to tell you a story from last week. I went to a weightlifting meet. You know, sometimes I shock myself with things that happened last week, for example, and then I'll share why. I spent many, many years working on myself and I take pride in it and I'm still such a baby. I still have so much to learn in terms of personal growth, in terms of contribution, in terms of mindset. But I found myself being extremely critical of myself when I had to deal with something unexpected last weekend. So my coach is on the East Coast, coast, and obviously he couldn't be here on the West Coast for just a training meet. But he accidentally arranged me to train with my previous coach, who I didn't find that was the best union for me to stay in the weightlifting um, community with, and it was not the good fit for me. So I parted my ways in a polite manner, diplomatic manner with the previous coach. But here we go. It's one of the best coaches who is on Saturday, was training me was counting for me at the weightlifting meet, basically supporting me during the meet, during those six lifts. And I was panicking because I felt like I'm going to fall face down. What if I'm going to embarrass myself? Why am I lifting so crappily? How come I haven't lifted more in the last year? Oh, wait, you were not on the platform. Who are you to be here? All the perfectionism imposter syndrome, worry, anxiety kicked in for me on turn on top of performance jitters that you normally have when you step on the platform, you're there with a barbell and there are a hundred people watching you doing this thing. (laughs) So I realized that I made so much progress in many areas of my life in terms of judgment, but I was so hard on myself when it came to the weightlifting performance, not letting myself, like not falling face down, not letting my coach down, performing well in, in front of this coach I highly respect and it's a very respectable coach. And you know what? I did five out of six lifts. I went for a PR in this, on the last lift. I pushed, pushed myself. I wanted to fail it in a way and part of me wanted to win it and score it. And I still didn't feel good enough. For many, many hours after the the trip, after the meet, I was dissecting it and thinking, how come I did this? How come I am not like that? How come there are smaller girls on the platform and they're lifting a house? I went on and on and on. At some point, I wanted to smack myself on the forehead because I got in the loop of anxious thoughts that were so hard to get out of. And it reminded me of all those years I struggled with constant vicious loops like that every day on any given day in my relationships, in my school, in my speaking, with my accent, with my body, with my mind. It was perpetual. It was so tiring. But this time I just learned something. Okay, this is the area. So what I did by the end of the day, I told myself that it is okay. You did great. You believe that you did great. What you're seeing right now is your judge, my judge's name, 
my inner judge's name is Nasty Tina. She's criticizing you. She's trying to open the door and tell you that you're not good. Yada, yada, yada. Where's the evidence that you're not good? Yeah, your videos don't look so good. Your, your lifts don't look amazing, but you made them and you did it. You did something that 1%, only 1% of people do in the United States. 1% of women, probably. How come you're not celebrating? So it took me a long time to get out of this loop. And I just wanted to share with you the story because this often, this pattern often leads to self-sabotage. Those thoughts will generate so many negative emotions on how you handle life's events. They'll become automated. They'll become your modus operandi. They will create so much self-doubt, frustration, and restlessness and unhappiness. They will get in the way of your performance. I don't know if I was a little bit less critical of, of my lifts between my lifts. Maybe I would have gotten the last lift. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I also wanted to share with you that if you want to read on more onto judgment, more onto your inner judge, into your inner critic, I have this beautiful book I'm going to link in the show notes, Positive Intelligence. I'm currently going through a course, full disclosure, with my fellow colleagues, think 15 of us are going through this course called, called Positive Intelligence. And I don't think it's available to mass public. It's available to coaches only. And this course is teaching us how we have the inner sage and how we have the inner judge. And the judge is your master saboteur. So it's the universal saboteur that affects everybody. There are other saboteurs, for example, like hyperachiever and avoider. And if you want to look and take a quiz on that, it's absolutely enlightening to learn about your saboteurs that get in your way of living your best life. And hey, this is the podcast for you to live your best life. So what I'm learning today about the judges, the master judge, your master saboteur, it's the one who will be beating you up over and over again. It will point out all of your shortcomings It will be obsessive and keep you restless, ruminating at night. It will get you up and you'll be in anxiety, fixated on what is going on with me? Why am I like this? What's wrong with me? But it also will provoke other saboteurs like your perfectionist and your stickler and your critic all come in. It's a perpetual cycle unless you hit the brakes. And I wanted to share with you at, this end, at the end of this episode how you can hit the brakes. So we talked about how overall criticism breeds so many negative things. And while you understand the process right now, right, how we act on our thoughts, I encourage you to take these few steps I'm going to talk about and see if you can implement it even just that 1%, like every day, just a little bit of it. The first one that helped me tremendously, even on a hard day like Saturday, during the meet, after the meet, it's becoming comfortable with the emotions that, that come up while your judge, your inner judge, your inner critic is showing up. That little nasty thing is going to tell you all sorts of things. It's going to provoke so many negative things. And sitting with those emotions is one of the best things you can do. It may be uncomfortable. It, you may cry. You may experience the whole range of things in your body and mind. But becoming comfortable and knowing this is just a part of it. Observing those thoughts coming your way and not taking action on them. If you turn your thoughts into action, you can go rogue. You can go absolutely insane on every thought if you were to believe every thought you're having, right? Because, wow, 
sometimes I want to strangle my husband because he put dishes in the wrong way. But I'm not going to act on on every thought. Please don't quote me on this. So don't let your thoughts turn into action. This is the second piece, right? Be comfortable with the uncomfortable emotions you're experiencing. The anger, the frustration, the anxiety. Sit with them. They go away. If you sit with them, they go away. So the second one is to don't turn your thoughts into action instantly. Take a break. Take a breather. Acknowledge those thoughts. Not all of them are going to be true. The third step, it helped me tremendously as well, is to add and instead of but. For example, on Saturday, when I did five out of six lifts, I said to myself, my, these lifts didn't good, didn't look up to my standard. And I also completed them all. I didn't fail a single, didn't miss one. So instead of saying, but, um, but also that, but that means I'm a failure, I add and. And in conversations with anybody, instead of saying, but, try adding and. It's a fun game. And you can see how different your conversation is going to start flowing instead of you putting your heart stop of a but instead of saying and. The fourth step I want to share with you is to drop the shoots. You're shooting all over yourself. If you heard this expression before, it's not new. You don't owe anything to anybody. You're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for your actions, but you don't owe others to be perfect. You don't owe others to be a certain way. You are who you are. Yes, there is a responsibility. Yes, let's all be civil and kind and empathetic and all all of it. If you're shooting yourself, you're going to find yourself in the constant squashed, compressed box that just wants to explode because you're not living up to your standard. You're misaligned. And that stuff usually leads to chronic stress and burnout. And you really don't want to go this way. And lastly... I think this one was hard for me because I'm intuitive. I can be um, a little bit more hard-headed and hot-headed. I used to be, I guess, I can't say it now. Although there are moments, I'll be honest with you, there are moments. I live with three dogs and being rational about the improvements that you can make, aka, okay, you got these lifts, you got to work on this. This is what you're going to do for this step break it down, write it down, and let go of the rest. Do not allow yourself to get into this perpetual cycle of this was not enough, this was never enough, this will never be enough unless you say this was enough. And I'm going to take this critical piece, I'm going to work on it, the rest doesn't matter. You can't fix everything and it's not everything needs to be fixed. And this comes from a girl who felt like everything was not enough for a very, very long time. And once you let go of that, you acquire a lot of freedom, a lot of joy in the moment, a lot of presence that you've never felt before because you're squashed in the box and you need to come out of there in the most perfect way. And life doesn't work this way. We are not born to be perfect. We are born to be ourselves. So I hope today's episode is going to encourage you to meet your inner judge, have a meeting with your, well, I had the meeting with my nasty Tina all day Saturday, and I actually had to shove her out, out of my head, thank her for all the lessons and presents she gave me, and go merrily on my way. So I look forward to the third episode of this this mini-series 
And I can't wait to, to hear what you think about your judge. If you do take the quiz, let me know if you post it on social media, share the episode with others so they can get to know their inner judge and become better friends with their inner cheerleader. And I hope you have a beautiful week.